Welcome to the Media Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. You got your legs up? I got my legs up. I don't have headphones on, though. Or earphones. (laughs) Headphones is what my dad called them. I call them uh, headphones. Do you call them headphones? Sure. And when I say headphones, it just sounds odd. Okay. And uh, uh, my classic joke is earbuds? No, no. Airbuds. That's right. Yeah, nobody the, likes that the joke. The basketball playing right. golden retriever. Nobody likes that joke, and I'm going to keep telling it until the day I die. <laughs> On my deathbed, I will tell that. Um, I, you know, we're starting as we often do with a Tim Hortons coffee, not a sponsor, oh, but you. Uh, you know, we're, we're we're eagerly waiting that phone call. You from, bought it, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and I, I couldn't help but notice, uh, and I've I've had it. I should say I've had this. The new menu item at Tim Hortons. I saw somebody tweeting about it yesterday. I thought it was quite funny. They they're literally serving up a hot dog sandwich. Oh uh, yeah, they were talking about that in my class. Yeah, just a, they were they weren't excited for it. No, it was and it does not taste great. I've got to say, it? yeah, I had. It. I, always, oh. I always try the new items at uh, Tim Hortons. So, what, so please describe how they lay out this a hot well, dog in a sandwich. They have the hot dog. They call it a smoked sausage. It's a hot dog, um, <laughs> and it's it's cut in half and uh, laid flat. I guess you get half a hot dog cut in half because. And I've done this at home. Like I, I I have done this when I don't have any hot dog buns. Yeah. And you just have hamburger oh, no, we've buns. All done that. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. You know, okay, gonna make it. Got to work with what you have. So you take the hot dog, you cut it in half, you cut it lengthwise, and then you lay it flat and put your stuff on it. And that's what they do. That's exactly what it is with egg and egg and cheese, and it's a breakfast sandwich. Or they have a wrap as well. You can do a hot dog wrap. And. It's yeah, not, and how it's, it, it tastes like what it is. It's a hot dog sandwich. What is your review? What do you give it out of 10? <laughs> out of 10? I give it a four out oh, of 10. Oh, that is a bad it's review. It's not great. I mean, if I've had a choice between bacon, sausage, or hot dog, I'm going to pick bacon or sausage. Those are the clearly better breakfast meats. This would be more appropriate for a lunch item. I'm not sure why they seem to think it's a breakfast item. It's funny that you mentioned that because yesterday our colleague who sits directly between uh, you and me, uh, Melanie Lee Lockhart got up and said, I am leaving campus to get a good sandwich. Mm. And um, she might yeah. have been uh, referring to that hot dog scenario. Uh, I think she's referring <laughs> to the general lack of food choices in, in, around this campus. They're really, is an issue. yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's actually lots of food choices, but the, but do you want to cross the street in minus 30 degree no. weather? No, you don't. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, so there are choices. It's just further afield. All right, we're going to talk about uh, HBO today. It's uh, it's a post-Thrones world on HBO, and they've launched a couple new shows, and mm-hmm. we've been watching them, so we're going to take, uh, take a few minutes and talk about what we're seeing so far. But first, of course, we're going to start with the nerd news. Nerd news. So Facebook has rebranded itself to Facebook. All caps. Different colors. I don't know what I don't really know what it means. I think um, I think they're aligning it with the idea that now we're mad at them. <laughs> Is that and, right? uh, yeah, we hate their privacy and now we're saying it that way and they're like, We'll get ahead of this by uh, making that actually how we spell it in all caps. So well, that when people are cursing us, they'll just think they're just saying our name. It's funny because the the actual, you know, Facebook logo has always been in lowercase. Yeah. It's famously been in lowercase, right? Um and the, and and that's not changing as far as the actual website of Facebook. Like that's still going to be the case. What they're talking about here is making it an overall corporate brand that encapsulates Instagram and WhatsApp and all their other little apps that they do. So now they're going to make sure that everybody knows that they own these things as well. I think that's the, really the main takeaway for me is that they're starting to brand all these other stuff as Facebook. So how long is it before it just becomes part of Facebook is my question. Yeah. Right? I, the, Instagram is just going to be another Facebook app. Basically. Yeah. Uh, there's a good chance of that happening. Although they, they they have sort of screwed around with Instagram in the past and 
It's had highs and lows in the end. The algorithm for, for, for a time was absolutely terrible on Instagram when they started really screwing around with it. But uh, generally, Instagram is still the better of the two experiences. And, and it, 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 despite all those changes that they've yeah. made, they've taken away the like counter. You can't see how many likes people have on their photos. Um, I think that's just Canada. Oh, is it and really? Not, yes, and I don't think on all phone providers. Oh, okay. Because once I made a joke about it on Instagram. I said it's. Uh, I posted something nobody liked. So I, I, I in my comment, I said, uh, I said it's 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 a pity that you can't see likes on this because this thing is like going viral, kind of thing. <laughs> and and uh, and uh, people were leaving comments going three likes and stuff. Like people were like, who could see? Right. We're saying, and so I was kind of like, okay, well, I guess it's not widespread then. <laughs> and I, there must be a there must be a certain brand of phone where that's not the case. Oh, or, okay. Because they were Winnipegers telling me that. Oh, so. interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but despite all of that, uh, Instagram still remains kind of the most popular social media platform, especially among younger younger yeah. uh, people. Our students all love Instagram. They don't love Twitter. We force them to go on Twitter. I'm they- having my students do a research project <laughs> in PR class on TikTok. Have you oh, heard about yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. TikTok. Yes. Yeah. So they're um uh oh, your kids are on TikTok. They are. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my so and they're kind of, and at first, you know, it's like any new social media. You're like, ah, oh, I don't know. Why do we need to go look at this? And then two seconds later in class, like, cue a cacophony of, of uh, of a uh, TikTok videos like all at once. And they're like, look at this. This is fantastic. This is great. And you could sort of see their eyes light up. And I was like, oh, hang on. Maybe this thing. This is. I think TikTok could get. It's probably already got some traction. I think, I it's, think got, it's, gonna... it's the new Vine is, yeah. is what it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. It's becoming the new Vine. So. And, and uh, Washington Post is on it. Did you know that? I did not know the that. The Washington Post uh, uh. is on Well, you TikTok. know you're legit when that happens. And so I followed them and I followed uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> who I, By the way, who I follow on every social media. I don't know how that all exactly oh, happened. Oh, interesting. He is delightful. Oh, is he? Okay. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good. Um, next story. Uh, an analytics firm says Apple TV Plus premiere interest pales compared to Netflix. Uh, and and so this yeah, the, this happened last Friday. Uh, Apple TV Plus uh, launched on Friday, November first, to little to no fanfare, as far as I could tell. It was not in my periphery at all. I did not see anything no. talking anybody talking about it. No no one talking about the new shows on it. Uh, nothing. I didn't even really. I, I I did download the app. I had to re-download the app on my phone because I had deleted it a long time ago mm-hmm. to see. And I st- can't even figure out how much it costs per month for this thing. Like I don't know anything about it. Uh, I think. Oh, well, but I think if you buy a new iPhone, it's free mm. for a bit. That's right. For a, year? for a year. Yeah, you get a free subscription That's for a year. Good. Well, come on. Like, like I'm just going to wait to get my new, next iPhone instead yeah. of signing up for this. Like, I'm not going to pay. And, I mean, it doesn't surprise me given they only have a couple of shows on there. There's only a couple. And they're, and and uh, neither one of them – I mean, there's the one with um, – Aquaman, what's that called? Oh, C uh, is it called C? C, it's called S-E-E? C. Yeah. S E E is an eyes. Um, I like, and and that looks marginally interesting. It, that that's the one that's getting the most talk. So this what this study what did was they actually just measure measure social media mentions. So there's no ratings involved, mm-hmm. but they talk about like what uh, they look at what other people are talking about online to see, and they kind of determine through that. And the the big one is the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Have you seen that yet? No, you're not going to see it. Uh, you sound like you don't want to see it. I don't want to, but unless I hear it's incredible. It's, it is incredible. Is it what? Yes, it's very good. It's way better than the original Living movie, learned. I'll tell you that much. What? <laughs> what? Well, the I original tried... movie was actually kind of crappy, but we were young when we saw it, and so we thought it was good. I tried to be watching it after I watched because yeah. it's kind of a prequel to the movie. So I watched the series, yeah. and then I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so boring compared to the series. Sorry, that's the one on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. 
This is this is everything. This measures this this study measures everything, not just uh, okay. Apple TV Plus. I'm sorry, so, I was confused. I thought I'd seen that on uh, Amazon, but I got nope, that mixed up. No. Um, so and yeah, so all the stuff that here, the age resistance is the highest. The lowest is the morning show, which just sucks because that's the one they put a bunch of money into. That's the got the big stars, it right? Just, it just doesn't look good. And and I don't know. Do they go to is it is it a thinly veiled Matt Lauer story? I don't know. I have no idea. I guess that is kind of what it is. It, yeah, it Steve, looks to Steve be. Steve Carell is kind of a creepy yeah. guy who gets me tooed, and then something happens there. I don't know. And they put these two women on the morning show. I think that's the basic storyline. And he tries to wedge his way back I on guess. the show. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard yeah. to see. Now, I know Steve Carell has done great work. Uh, um, it's it's still It's still hard to separate him from Michael Scott, especially in this type of a role, right? I, I can't. I almost have trouble buying him in any role. Like, uh, he just, there is a certain android quality to him, you know? You <laughs> yes, know I mean? yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. just not a, he's not somebody, like, he was in that movie... Oh, it was a good one. It was nominated for an Oscar a couple of years Fox, ago. Fox, Fox, uh, Catcher. Catcher. Yeah, that I liked him in yep, that movie yep. because he was playing somebody like that. Yeah, who like who's with that kind of personality. It's like that's perfect. But when I see him in a movie where he's supposed to be like, and Donald he worked, and, and it also worked in Forty Year Old Virgin, <laughs> right? Because that's the role he was playing. But but in some of the other roles where he's supposed to be other things, in in, other uh, in uh, Vice, he's Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, oh, yeah. I, and I, I had trouble with that. I didn't buy that no, for a second. Although I like that movie. I, I do movie. like that yeah, movie. Yeah, I did too. But uh, there, there's, you know, I just don't, he's just not my favorite actor. Okay. So I wouldn't, and, and also the show, and I think the show should skew female. I think it does do that. I think that, I think that show will be watched more by more women than men. Probably. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. But it just doesn't mean, it just means I'm not going to pay to get, well, to, I to think get Apple. TV Plus. Overall, what we're seeing here is that Apple jumped into the streaming game a bit too soon because um, Disney announced their intentions to do so years ago. Disney has been working on Disney Plus for years to make sure they have the content and they and they have, of course, oh. Disney has content. They've always yeah. had the content. So we're going to see Disney Plus launch on Tuesday. It's going to have everything. All the Star Wars movies are going to be on it. All the Marvel movies. All the um, the Mandalorian. Disney, yeah, the Mandalorian. Of course, new content, but. Uh, other old content as well, and we're going to see that that's going to be a very, very robust platform with lots of different things on it. This is not. This is like a handful of different things, and that's it. Yeah. And that's just not enough to launch on. So that's what they're going to find. Apple TV is going to struggle. Um, I I wouldn't surprise me if they just abandon the whole thing if it doesn't do well. They're pumping uh, money galore into it, but I, I do think they all they need is the show that captures the, the zeitgeist, whatever that yeah. is. They get that, and, that, and things will change. Like, I got Amazon Prime because I could not take – Another year of not seeing Fleabag. Okay. I couldn't take it. Okay. It, was, well, it was just like, it's like, it was part of was the it, Was the Emmys that got you over to well, it? Yeah, well, pretty much. And I tweeted about that. And I said, it's as good as everybody says. It really is a great show. Um, and then my friend uh, Jason Beck responded with, I got it yesterday too, or something. Oh, and it's wow. sort of like, I think. Interesting for, to look and see what kind of signups they had after that Emmys. Uh, I, I after she won that. If you have cultural, part of the conversation um, all it takes is one show and people will make the leap. But right now, uh, Apple TV Plus doesn't have it. But I, but they have shows that look good. But they're, they're and but well, we, and ha we have a, we have so much good TV though. That's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, you no. have to have something. Yeah, now they, and they still have a few more. They have the Amazing Stories uh, reboot from yeah. from Spielberg. They've got the Oprah Show, whatever that is. So they they are saving some stuff. But I would I would have waited at least another year to build up more content before they launched. And then you run the risk of having stale content. That's the problem. I don't I don't think so. I think that it's it would again. That's what Disney did. They waited. They waited until they had yeah. everything ready, and then they they went ahead and did it. 
Um, last story in the nerd news. This is kind of funny. A CGI James Dean has been cast in a new film, Sparking Outcry. Now, this is like, I'm, I'm sitting there going, okay, this is not unexpected. We, we've seen this before. When's the last time we saw? Oh, yes, yeah, we had, uh, we had uh, Plasticine Face. Um, uh, what's his face from uh, Rogue One? Oh. <laughs> Um, Plasticine Tarkin. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do we call him again? We had a better name for him. Oh, uh, claymation Tarkin. Claymation Tarkin. That was it. Yes, of course. So, Plast- um, but however, I do like Plasticine Face. That's well, funny. <laughs> Peter uh, Cushing. Not to mention um, Plasticine Face, uh, Princess Leah. Right. And that, this that movie, this yeah. article. This is from Time Magazine. This article mentions that. But um, the filmmakers behind the independent film Finding Jack said that computer-generated James Dean will play a co-starring role in the upcoming production. The digital Dean is to be assembled through old footage and photos and voiced by another actor. So this is, I think this might be more along the lines of a Forrest Gump kind of a thing where they put, they made, you know, Nixon and, and Kennedy do stuff. I don't know that it's going to be like a full-on CGI James Dean. I think it might yeah. be just like, it might be shot in black and white. The scene may be black and white right. and they, they're going to use old footage of James By Dean. By today's standards, those Forrest Gumps just look like they put lips on them. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, it's like but, those old old TV shows where they just make the lips move. Space and it's a, Angel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Space Angel? I don't remember. But I'm just thinking of the one from Pulp yeah. Fiction. Remember <laughs> in Pulp Fiction <laughs> when that yeah. kid's watching that show? And then Conan had a bit like that as well. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm just, I mean, this is, it just caught, caught my eye. I just thought it was funny. Everyone's up in arms about it. All the actors are very upset. Chris Evans uh, was one of those kind of who tweeted about it and said, um, maybe we can get a computer to paint a new Picasso or write a couple new John Lennon tunes. The complete lack of understanding here is shameful. So, I mean, I, I don't really care either way. Who handles his name and likeness? Is well, the, the people bought the rights to it. They have they have the rights oh, to it. So they've, they've, it's completely legal. It's nothing wrong yeah. with it. And we knew this was going to happen. There was a, I remember there was an ad that brought back John Wayne. I don't remember which ad it there was. There was a Fred Astaire one, too. Yeah. Or was it Gene Kelly, too? Oh, maybe. I don't know. But it's been done a lot. Yeah. It's not like it's, this is a new thing. Um, in, a, so. in a commercial, you kind of go, well... The estate uh, of so-and-so probably hasn't seen any action for a while. <laughs> and all right, all right. So once in a while, I don't mind Friend Astaire tap dancing for Doritos necessarily, <laughs> but it's only 30 seconds long. Right, okay. I, I Like if you bring them back in a movie. Although um, that movie with Jude Law and Angelina Jolie, the black and white Captain Fantastic. Oh, no, no. Sky, um, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky that was- was that it? Captain Sky. No, I, yeah. Sky Captain in the World Tomorrow. I think that's what it is. I pulled that out of my ass. Wow. But, but they, There's a throwback. That, but yeah, it's probably wrong, and I'm bragging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so no, I didn't pull it out of my ass. It's probably the wrong name. I take that back. I know back. what you're talking about, though. But they had uh, Laurence Olivier in there. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Where they, they incorporated him into the, into the movie. But again, that movie was shot, and yeah. it's, it's a kind of a black and white, not sepia tone maybe, yeah. but it's, it looks old school. Deliberately, yeah. I wanted that movie to be so much better than oh, it was. Oh, me! I'm so excited. I actually it. fell asleep in the theater. One of the, one of, maybe only three times in my life have I dozed off. Okay. When a movie is that boring, and it was boring. Okay, me too. I wanted it to be so good. Yeah, they, to me, the commercials made it look like it's the new Star Wars, and of course, that's what everybody, everything wants you to think. Yeah, Even the new Star Wars movie wants you to think it's like the old Star Wars, <laughs> but uh, and nothing is, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's the nerd news. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about HBO. Can they survive a post-Thrones world on the Media Nerds podcast?
some 12 months ago. And this is the first of the discoveries I made. A myriad of worlds of which the Magisterium controls only one. For centuries, they have been trying to keep us where they want us. One on these. You promised the Magisterium you'd control Hatsriel. Then we'll need to take the matter into our own hands. Okay, so you tweeted, and it's funny because I had completely forgotten about it. I had set my PVR and completely forgotten that his Dark Materials yeah. aired. And your, your your tweet was, who's Dark Materials? <laughs> yeah. And I was his. His. Who's? Who's? His. What? I mean, who's on first? Yeah. Um, who's, who's is his? <laughs> so, uh, so that's one of the new shows on HBO. But Watchmen's already been going for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Um, so let's start with that. What do you think of the the new Watchmen TV show? It's really great. Yeah. And the um, I I'm enjoying it immensely because I don't have I don't have a freaking clue what it's about. It is it is like uh, I think they've beamed it from Mars actually the show because it it's very hard uh to even understand what you're watching at this point they're starting to give a, a show their hand a little bit in the last episode in terms of what we're watching and what it's all about but uh i am i'm finding it very compelling how about you yeah i i'm liking it i'm coming at this from the perspective of somebody who loves the comic book like that was my first mm. not my first but it was like a comic book that changed my my world around comics for life when i was a kid when i got it and so I've read it a million times. I was disappointed with the film when it came out. Um, I was excited about them doing a film, but when it came out, I kind of was like, eh. And uh, what I like about the series is that it is nothing to do with the movie. It, it is a direct continuation of the comic book. It is, um, you know, in this present day of that world, like it's an alternate universe we're talking about here where Nixon continues to be president. They won the Vietnam War because of Dr. Manhattan and his superpowers, and Nixon continues to be president for a long time. And now apparently Robert Redford is president. I wonder if they got his permission. They, uh, they, had, they to. had to have, right? I, lo I love it. And he's retired I, as an actor now. I thought he was going to be in it. Well, he, maybe he yeah. will be. Maybe that'll be a surprise. Oh, he, said oh. he's, he said he's retired, but he was in cameo, the Avengers yeah. movie, right? So Yeah, cameo time. <laughs> right? Like, it's not really a Oh, you're full... right. He's got to be in it. Duh. Well, you think, think he would be, right? Because yeah. uh, he is the president. So... Um, anyway, yeah, so they're they're continuing from the comic book. We know this because Dr. Manhattan is still alive. He was mm -hmm. he died in the movie, and they're squids. That was a big part of the comic book. And they didn't uh, it's funny because they they changed that part of the movie because they thought that people would not buy into the idea of a giant squid um, you know, showing up and killing a bunch of people, which was the premise of the comic book. So I like that they're doing that. Uh, it's surprising me. The opening scene, Wow. Got, was incredible. That opening sequence is unreal, and I didn't know that that was a real thing. It's a real like I thought. Oh, this event. is. I said, oh, this is something that happened in an yeah. alternate timeline. Like I didn't think this is yeah. a real historical event, but no, it's a real historical event with the plane attacking yes, and everything. Yes, I looked it up afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! So this like massacre in Tulsa, yeah. uh, where they actually did, a bunch of white supremacists did like attack a black community, and it was horrible. And it's it, so that got me. Um, I like that they're like giving these little hints throughout that play to the audience who loves the show. But you're coming at it from somebody who does or loves the comic book. You're coming at it from somebody who doesn't necessarily love the comic book. I've seen the I read the comic, yeah. uh, the original one, and I and I uh, saw the movie. Yeah, of course. So I, I know what it's all about. But uh, but I I thought this was the same thing. I thought it was going to be the same thing. And yeah, that's why it's I not telling that story. It's telling no. the story of twenty years, twenty so thirty years later. What I, what I like, there are all these questions that are unanswered so far. And this is from Damon Lindelof, by the way, who, who's done Lost and The Leftovers. And he is the master of like, right, 
keeping the right information away from us. So it's so cool the way it's been executed. Uh, I love the soundtrack is incredible. It's Trent Reznor. So good. That is good. Um, And I've just been really, really enjoying it. I think it's a great, so far it's a great series. And I'm just wondering what the, what, what happened to all these people? Like who is Don Johnson's character, right? What is, I know. What is that? Who is he supposed to be? Well, well, I think that's probably available online if we want to find no, it. No, no, no. I don't, don't want to find no, out. Don't either. tell me. I'm no, at, I that, don't know. That's a big question. The, the, I don't know. You know, the Don Johnson yeah. character is a big question mark. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr., who knew he oh. was still around? He's really good. Like, yeah. There's all kinds of great actors in this and, and just little kind of tidbits. Uh, uh, this last episode we saw, and, and you know, some of these are characters from the original comic book. Jeremy Irons is in it. I don't know any of the actors who plays... Um, Silk Spectre, essentially she's Silk yeah. Spectre, uh, but I recognize that actor from all, all kinds of stuff. Oh sure. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun. I really really enjoyed it. I was optimistic about it because they screwed the movie up so badly. Um, like they got to do something right. I didn't with mind this. the movie to tell well, you the truth. It was, it was fine. It was it was a uh, it was a very Zack Snydery like with right. the fighting and everything. The sure, sure. fighting, that kind of stuff. And I did not love the. Um, the uh, Leonard Cohen uh, song in the middle of that. But you know what I did love in that movie? The opening sequence with the times there. Yes, that changing. was true. That was true. That was that, good. To yep. me, I was saw, I was in. When I saw that sequence, that was, I was like, I'm in. I, I'm going to go where this movie takes me because that was a very nice way to introduce it. It's a great uh, opening. Probably one yeah. of the best opening credit sequences ever yeah. made. It was just really good. just tells the entire story of the world in that first. And the other thing I like about this series, we didn't see much of it this last episode, but they've got this show within the show going on mm-hmm. where they have this TV show airing that tells the story of the original Minutemen. And so that's going to be, I'm assuming, playing out as well. As people watch it on TV, we're going to see scenes from that. So we still get some of the original story from the comic book yeah. thrown in here. The big moment for me, I mean, this is going to be kind of a bit of a spoiler, but this is from the first episode, was when they were attacking that compound where all the um, white supremacists were, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the lights turn on and they're in the freaking owl ship. And I'm like, whoa! Like, yeah. that was, I loved it. I'm like, oh my God. That was my favorite moment so far of the whole show. It's just great. Yeah, really and, the, it. and the effects, you know, no, no dollar ever gets spared on HBO. So the <laughs> effects are great yeah. and the... Uh, but right now, I mean, I don't really know what to think. It's very compelling, and I really enjoy watching it. But I don't know what I think of the show yet because I need you. It's the classic. It's like you're right. It's the, like the leftovers where you need to see. You need the whole piece. Yeah. Before and, and you can really weigh in properly. I, saw, I read a review online that said where I guess all the journalists got six episodes to watch. Okay. And I read a review, a non-spoiler review, that said, "Oh, it's incredible, and it'll blow your mind." And like this is like this is. Like this isn't just a good Watchmen. It's it'll convert people who don't even know what it is and blah blah blah. So I'm looking for once we're at the six episode mark. I'm I'm curious to know what we know then. I wonder how many. You think it's probably ten episodes? Um, I, I didn't even check. Ten? I don't know. I, I would hope. I hope it is ten. Uh, that, that's well, it'll the, be to me, ba- it'll to me, be that's renewed, imagine, I, I'm I sure imagine. it will be. Yeah, it's very very yeah. successful. People are really enjoying it. So I'm sure we'll see season two. Between that and Westworld, I think uh, the Game of Thrones fans have something good on there yeah yeah that's true like it was it was such a um question mark whether or not hbo could keep it going but Mm -hmm. i mean we shouldn't have had that question because they've proven successful game of thrones was just the latest in a long line of successful shows from the sopranos they they invented prestige exactly and they're they're still doing it very very well um the uh before we get to his dark materials 
I do want to mention that Silicon Valley is back. Um, I'm, I'm watching it as always. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, there it is. I didn't had no idea. So I, had, I missed the first episode because I, I my PBR wasn't set. So I got it and I watched. I caught up this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's hilarious. Of course, it's hilarious. It's, it's great. It's a great show. Uh, it's the final season of Silicon Valley, season six, I think. And they're really going after the idea of, of uh, data mining and, and not not stealing our data or taking our data. Um, he's more Mark Zuckerberg every week. Well, but he's anti yeah. Mark Zuckerberg because right. he doesn't want to mine people's data, and that's his one thing. Like we are we are a you know ethical company that we won't not do it. Everyone else is like, why not? Let's do it. Like everyone else yeah. is like, yes, we're going to mine the data. So that's so funny that he is kind of like taking that stand. Um, I like that we got to go back to the uh, the original house where they were. No, of course, no T.J. Miller, but uh, what's his face is still there, and and uh, a big head still yeah. there, and and all the other groups. So, you know, there's a bit of that original kind of Silicon yeah. Valley thing going on there. And again, Dinesh and, and uh, Gilfoyle and all the other characters are back in it, and and it's a lot of fun. It's really enjoyable. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, and I, that to me, that's one of those shows that goes by so fast when you watch it. And I would just wish they would keep doing that show for another 10 years. I know. You know I, I just can't get it. And it's perfect for the time we live in. And it's like, it's great. It, I just wish that we could have more than this it's last It's so season. relevant to everybody because we all use these things, right. right? Like, that's the thing is that everybody can get, it's it's not about being a nerd or computer nerd or whatever. It's just like everybody uses these these right. platforms and the Hooli guy. Oh my God, that guy is so funny. Yeah, like, for, he's probably the funniest oh, person in the show. That he kills me. So funny. Yeah, and everything <laughs> goes wrong, and all his decisions are bad. And his and, security yeah. guard is getting up, up on arms, and when that one guy is like criticizing yeah. him, or they're talking about selling to Amazon and all this other stuff. Oh, it's so funny. The only thing, I only criticism I have, and this is like, it's a, it's a, it's a unique to Silicon Valley is that it, there's very much a. Uh, something good happens, then something bad happens. That's true. That, that that's what the show is. They overcome the bad thing. And then oh something, no, something worse happens. And then yeah. oh my god, the best thing in the world happened, yeah. and it's awful. So like that, it's, it is a literal roller coaster in that way. Like, but keep in mind that Entourage had the same kind of format, and Entourage did not end well. Entourage took that format until it was just so unbelievably ridiculous. They. They made a show that was based in reality become so off base, and then with then finally with the Entourage movie, which is like one of the worst, like since Sex and the City two, probably the worst HBO follow up to anything that's ever been. Yeah, um, uh, uh, they just destroyed that. Where Silicon Valley still has me. I'm not watching it going. Oh, that well, that wouldn't happen, and that's stupid, and come on, like we would never because it's funny. Whereas Entourage tried to get us to believe that what they're showing us was was real a real look at behind the scenes Hollywood, which just ended up being. It started out that way, but yeah. I think they just got caught up in their own in like, their own fame. Yeah, yeah, they did. The, the show itself, yeah. yeah, it got too big for itself, and they got That's it, right. ironically, it was really like. Oh, we're we're so famous that we can do what we want, kind of thing. So. Sex and the City did it too. Where yeah. we're, we're a fun little niche comedy, and we're having a good time over here. Then it gets big, and it's like, oh, the brands start coming out, and the fashion, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. the trips to Dubai in part two, and all of that <laughs> stuff. And you're like, who thinks any of this is a good idea? It's interesting because I don't know where Silicon Valley is going. It's hard to imagine how they will end it. Uh, well, T.J. Miller has got to come back for one. You think? Oh, they one. left him. They left him like on opium yeah. in Nepal. That's why we so. need. He needs his Marlon Brando moment, okay. like from Apocalypse Now, <laughs> where we see him at the very end. And uh, okay. 
the horror. That's and, what I would do with him. Uh, I just uh, show him. I'd show him one one more time. It's a shame because he was really he was the best part of that show for a long time, yeah. and then he went through some I guess personal issues or yeah. whatever happened with him off camera they weren't enjoying him on the set yeah but that, that doesn't mean you wouldn't bring him back for one off right yeah it's like chevy chase on community would you would yeah. you bring him, i think they did bring him back actually for that last season of community. i think you have to you yeah. have to do you have to sew it up it'd be nice it'd be nice and, it would and, be and i think if we weren't gonna see him we would have heard his name by now yeah i think okay. i think the less they talk about him the more i expect to see him in the final episode okay Fair quickly enough. quickly we'll see and, uh, and I don't think they'd make the show ultimately about him. Like, I don't think they would have an episode about him. I don't think the ending would imply that he was the uh, puppet master all along. I don't think there'd be anything like that. But I think there would be something. There'd be some reason to show him and that would just go by in a flash. Okay. We'll and see. he'd do it. I think he'd do it. Oh, for sure he would. Yeah. Um. Okay, and so let's move on to the, final, the big premiere this Monday, which is a weird day for an HBO show. Like Although, uh, it's sandwiched together. There's two new ones together. Okay. Catherine the Great. Oh, I did not watch that. Helen Mirren. Okay. I watched the first two episodes of that and that is is a uh, incredible set design. Once again, how much are we spending per episode here? A billion dollars. Uh uh so far the story has not has not uh, oh. I mean I know you know you can look up the story of Catherine the Great online and there it is. Um so you expect sort of some depth there and it's been interesting so, and I like it but so far I would not say that it's uh it's it's not one of my favorite HBO shows but I'm I'm, watch, I'm sticking with it but what's the strategy behind doing is it just have too much stuff on Sundays they're just going to go over to a Monday I think they want to own more than one night of TV Chernobyl was also on Mondays yeah. that was another one that aired on Mondays and that was very successful oh yeah so so I guess yeah I think they're looking to branch outside of their one night a week that they own everything like and there's nothing else on Sunday nights that that you know does better than HBO so that's interesting. They're going into the Monday, and the other one, of course, is His Dark Materials, yeah, uh, which is based on a series of children's books, all young adult children's books, kind of thing, uh, which I took out of the library for my daughter, and she did not get into it. She did not uh, love it. Uh, and and let's also note that there was a kind of failed movie franchise before this, yeah. The Golden Compass, uh, which I think they only did the one movie, and then it did not do well, so they they kind of shelved that, and I guess reformulated it as a TV series. Uh, what were some of your uh, initial thoughts upon watching the first episode? Uh, I liked a lot of it, and there's some parts like like f- the first surprise for me was it is kind of a kids show. It is, yes. And I we, I don't know if we've seen HBO. It, I'm well, trying. I, I got to think real hard about ha- what kind of kids programming <laughs> they, has they there own ever been. Sesame Street. Like to be fair, HBO owns yeah. Sesame Street now, but uh, which doesn't impact us here <laughs> in no. Canada. But um, I, I was thinking that as well. Like it, it like it's funny because the warning came up. It says this program is ready 14A, and I'm watching it going, no, it's not. It's fine. Everything's fine about this, uh, and it is something that I think my kids would probably enjoy watching. I'm going to try and, and watch it with them and see if they like it. Well, I and think I think if I were a kid watching that, I would be taken with it. There's a lot of stuff, and you can tell it's adapted from a children's book because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that we need to take for granted that, as an adult, I question. Um, yeah. it, for example, it was not clear to me in that opening, not the opening scene, mm-hmm. but the scene where we first see the main girl, the uh, Wolverine's daughter. Um, I don't know her for her real name, but she plays Wolverine's daughter yeah. in, in Logan. Uh, when we see her and her friend running through the through the school or whatever, it was not clear to me that those animals were talking to them. Like I didn't know, I didn't understand what was going on there. I didn't understand the animals changing shape or whatever they were supposed to be doing. They're they're you know the idea that every human has an animal uh, companion that's that's a manifestation of their soul. Yeah. It's one of the kind of the ground rules of this universe. 
So everybody has, but the animal shifts until they become, uh, they settle in some some form when they get, become old enough. We saw that in the first episode. It's right. like a, it's like a bar mitzvah for 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 the animal. For someone. Oh yeah, <laughs> they become that's a man. Right. You become a man or bat that's mitzvah right, yeah. rather. So that's kind of like that has me questioning things. I wasn't clear that and can everybody hear the animal or can just the person? hear Yeah, the animal? I was very confused about you those know, rules too. Like that kind of got me, made me think too much about that. Yeah. I, th- I was thinking a lot about that too, and I couldn't help but note, like in every scene, there's a creepy little animal running around in the background, kind of thing, or on the floor. And I was like, "Is somebody cleaning up the shit?" Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I was thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah, too. That's right, yeah. I was like, "This place must be covered oh, in shit." I'm it must like, "Stink yeah, everywhere." In, I was like, "In this universe, can they hold it in? These animals, like, can they go <laughs> when you all, want?" <laughs> maybe they're all potty trained because they're like. Li- and the other thing is that so they're. <laughs> It's supposed to be the manifestation of the person's soul in the animal form, but they're frequently the opposite gender. It's like the the leopard yeah. that uh, Mark Mark or sorry Mark McAvoy. <laughs> Shout out to Mark <laughs> McAvoy, um, Super Gamer Podcast. No, uh, um, James McAvoy's is a leopard, but it's a female. It's a female voice. Yeah. Same with uh, um, the girls' uh, one is a well ferret or whatever. It turns into different things, but it's a it's a boy's voice. So I don't know how that works. I don't know how any of this stuff works. No, I didn't. And, I and, didn't quite understand the rules of the universe. And what's dust? Like that. The, yeah. There's too much introduced in this first episode that we don't understand. It's like old timey, but there's a helicopter. There's a yeah. He's yeah. He's, yeah. There, there's, there's like, like yeah. airships and, yes. and that kind of stuff. Um, and even still, through all that, they still had to start us with an essay. Like right. they had to start us off with a bunch of text on the screen yeah. to explain what it is. So it seems like it's a very deep world. Yeah, that is not being. Maybe that was a problem with the film is that they could not execute it all yeah, in a movie. Yeah, that could be. And I and I didn't. I sort of. I I'm neither here nor there about the about it. But I love. I mean, what I can say is I love the set design. Oh, it's very. Good, it was yeah. like every next scene, every day, like wow, look at that, look at that. That's a, that looks incredible. The story itself, like like Catherine the Great, the two shows on Monday. Um, the, the story, like they both just like the, the, at the very least, everybody should watch the credits for Catherine the Great because those credits probably cost a million dollars. They're incredible. But, uh, both of them, I think at this point, um, the, the hook, the storyline is revealing itself slowly. And so it's very, it's maybe like a bit like the Watchmen in that sense. That uh, that maybe there isn't yeah, the, there isn't too much to hang on to, well, the, but the maybe that's Watchmen what compelling is, is TV like, is. Watchmen, Watchmen is yeah. pacing it out like we're learning little bits here and there, right. and it keeps us interested. The part where like the guy's car gets hauled off by a giant magnet from the sky, what's with that? And then they drop it on somebody like, yeah. what the hell is going on here, right? Like that's kind of, but we don't know. They're not going to explain it to us yet. That's because that's what they do. That's that's a lost thing. That's a that's a leftovers thing. That, what's that um, guy's name again? Mister Mister Universe. The, who's that? Guy? The guy on Mars. Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> Mister Universe. That's back to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. I think he was Mister Universe. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to see him, right? Or wait a sec. Oh well, we should. We should see him at right. some point, right? We're I almost s- said something that I'm not going to say okay. because I think that might be. I might be uh, in spoilery, spoilery land, but okay. my ignorance might spoil something. So, so here's something I have about to say about dark, dark, his Dark Materials is an epic trilogy of fantasy novels by Philip Pullman, consisting of The Northern Lights, publishes The Golden Compass in North America, The Subtle Knife, and The Amber Spyglass. So I guess we see The Golden Compass in this first is- episode. Oh, yeah. It's the thing that the guy gives her, right? I forgot. Um, now, these came out in 95... 
95 was when it first came When did Harry Potter come out? I just feel like it's a very Harry Potter oh, story. There it is. Right? Like, oh, she is the chosen one. She has to go on a journey. She has to do this and that. And it's like the chosen one kind of uh, trope that maybe Harry po- Potter popularized, but it's certainly not new to Harry. I mean, honestly, it was it's Lord of the Rings. It's all come from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I just like... But in an era in which we have like all these Harry Potter things and the Hunger Games and and mm. all these different um, uh, properties that do the same thing, it's it's a bit, bit blasé to me. Yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna see her going on a great adventure, and it's for no reason at all, she's going off with this woman. Why? I don't know. That seems weird. You know, yeah. they just a woman comes along and says, I'm gonna take you. You're gonna be my assistant. What about her education? Like, what's going on with this? Yeah, right? they, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that just happened. Because it happened and not with necessarily explaining any anything behind it. But we don't want an explanation. We just want it to make sense that it's happening. Why does he have to wade and, through water to get into the door of that place? Like, what's going on with yeah, that? Yeah, there's a lot. There, well, there's, every scene has something like that in it. Every single scene has something like that in it. Yeah, it's it's it, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna stay with it because it's interesting. The world yeah. is interesting. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just frustrated with a lot of these questions that I have. That maybe and maybe people who've read the books will know the answers to this. And it's, oh, they of course they will. But, but but I mean, you have to you have to uh, you know target the audience that's not reading the books. The same with the Watchmen. Yeah. They have to do that as well. They have to like you know think about people who've never seen. The movie or they read the comic book and and uh, bring them in as well. And I don't know that this is doing a good, as good of a job of that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll I, see how it goes. I, and I know. I, I sort of, as I say, I don't love it and I don't hate it. It's it's fine. It's okay. Uh, but w- whether it's a keeper for all time will be determined by, by the end of the first season probably. And so, um, I, I'll stick with Watchmen forever as long as they keep making it. But um, Catherine the Great is a limited series. Um, and, of course, Silicon Valley's on its last – Season so now we're, next up we're teeing up Westworld on HBO. Yeah, that'll be in the spring, uh, which is always great. I'm trying to think what else is floating mm-hmm. around on HBO these days. Well, what about stuff like Succession? Have you seen that? Oh, one? it's incredible. Is it? Oh, it is. Uh, that the season two just made it like one for the ages, pretty much. Like I, I think Succession is, uh, you know, that's appointment HBO television, no doubt about it. Top notch. Top notch. You um, can't. You can't not get uh, like watch a few episodes and you will be hooked on Succession for life. Uh, uh, Euphoria. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched three episodes. I think. <laughs> you, or two. You'll try anything. I'm. I'm not. I'm yeah. not as uh, interested in that. Euphoria. Um, John Oliver made a joke about it. I saw that. Is Euphoria? Li- so there's another yeah. show on HBO that we love. John Oliver's yeah. back. He's doing. He's going as strong as ever. I mean, it, it's interesting to me how some shows, the way that um, Last Week Tonight is structured, they've got their opening segment, and then they, they're, they're kind of moving Trump to that opening segment so that they don't like get, get it out dom- of the way. Well, yeah. getting dominated by Trump. Yeah. But, um, and they have something interesting. And they, it is interesting for the most part. This last time they talked about the voting system in the States and their voting machines and all that stuff, which is interesting. And then they say, and if they don't have a final big comedy bit planned, they just say, and now this, and they show some kind of other clip show thing, like the, yeah. the Halloween thing they showed this last time. But some shows, they have a big production, and maybe that's a budget thing that they don't do that Probably. every time. Okay. It's interesting because he was on uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on his podcast yeah. a few weeks ago, and he talked about just being able to, like, they told HBO, we can do this many shows and make it good. If you want us to do more shows, it won't be as good. Oh. So they, they kind of set that boundary with HBO as far as how many shows per season they could do, and that's what they're doing. But I would argue that they're not all good. I, not all these shows are good. I think when John what John Oliver said about Euphoria is right, which I think 
I think Euphoria is the show that millennials think they're living. Ah, there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When I watch it, I'm like, oh, being a teen is dramatic. And there's drugs and there's crazy decisions and people preying upon you. I think it it, it plays to that kind of world. And uh, I didn't dislike that either. But at a certain point, I just thought this really is not for me. Yeah. This just isn't. It's not. It's not. I don't think it's for someone my age. Let me put it that way. Probably not. No, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's for a younger audience yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, when I told students I'm watching it, they're like, "Why would you do that?" Like, they <laughs> well, of course, we also have Barry, which is on HBO. That's oh, an excellent right, show. That, that'll that, be coming oh, back in the spring, probably. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Have you oh, watched that one? Oh, so good. Yeah? Yes, okay. I love that show. That okay. that was a real good one. I can't see anything else here that I, I think is current. Um, Sharp Objects. Is that that's oh a yes, that was uh, uh, Amy Adams, and that that was a limited series, but I think they're going to bring it back. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. They did, gonna... they did that with Big Little Lies as well. But yeah, but season two of Big Little Lies was definitely not as good as season one. And I have a feeling that Sharp Objects will go in that direction. Is Crashing done? Is that still going or is that over? If they canceled it. Okay. It's too bad. Oh, God, that was a great show in its last season. I, I, I didn't see the last season. I oh, fell off of it. but uh... It is great. Yeah. And, I'm, and of people who watched it, there's one episode in the last season that is just so perfect that I don't, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody because so many people did not watch that show. Okay. But I'll just say it, it really is a great last season to a show. I was really sorry. I thought, oh, it just hit its stride in that last but, season. Yeah, that's, that's frequently the case with shows yeah. on HBO. They only give them two or three seasons and that's it. Like we only got three seasons of uh, The Leftovers. We, one could argue yeah. we could have gone way longer uh, without. That was that was one of the best TV shows well, ever. One of the, the things that happened in the last season of The Leftovers is it, it appeared to jump ahead or did. Well, did, yes. And that's, that's what they have to do because they have a plan right right here's our six-year plan but oh we can't do this we have to do a, a jump ahead right so i want i just i can't i sometimes i just think about all the episodes we missed yep. between the end yep. of the second season and uh what happens in the third season it, it almost becomes it's almost like a cliche now when a show gets canceled too early they do they do the yeah. jump ahead first time i saw it was actually in um uh the ghost whisperer <laughs> i don't know if you remember that show with jennifer love hewitt um, it was a show in which she could see and talk to ghosts, like the Sixth Sense, very much oh, like the Sixth Sense. And anyway, but they did uh, uh, they did a really weird end of the one season, and then her husband dies but comes back as a ghost and then gets possessed. <laughs> it was weird. And then they jump ahead and they have a three year old son, and they have so so they they jump through her pregnancy. Same thing they did actually in Parks and Rec as well. They jumped ahead three years where right. Leslie Nope had triplets, and uh, and then the the kids are like toddlers or they're three year olds or four year olds running around. And uh, in Parks and Rec. But that was actually a good choice yeah. for Parks and Rec. All right. Um, I still know who you ghosted last summer. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's get into some recommendations for the week. Oh, boy. You, are you going first? I will go. I, I, have, I have the usual problem with too many. Okay. Well, ahead. I'm going to pick one that I don't think you've seen, or maybe you have, but it's a movie in the theater. I went to see a movie in the theater last oh. weekend. The shock of going to a theater movie. What, what um, did you see? I saw Downton Abbey. Uh, oh, I'm dying to see that. Okay, well, here's Abby. the thing. Have you watched the TV show? Right to the end. Okay, all I've, the way through, and I love that. I have show. not seen a single episode of Downton Abbey. I loved the movie. I thought it was awesome. You haven't seen any of No, episodes? I don't know. I didn't know what was going on. Oh. I, I was I, My date uh, brought me there, and she's all into it. She knew the show and everything, and I was like, uh, okay. And I give it a – I mean, it, it's, it's like the actors. You can't deny Maggie Smith and, and all the great yeah. actors in that show. And it was – 
very interesting, very entertaining. I get it. I get why it's a popular show. Now I want to watch the show based on the movie. So oh, yeah. I thought it was very, very good. I was quite, uh, and it was so funny, the, the theater experience. And this movie's been out for a while. It's been out for more than a month. Packed theater at Grant Park. Packed theater. Because old people will go but for it was, months. But it was not that old of an audience. It was like, I would wow. say, mid-50s, like that that mm-hmm. area. And so it wasn't like a bunch of senior citizens or anything like that. And the 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 like the jokes, they're very highbrow, snooty kind of humor, you know that kind of stuff. But the eyes laughed at it. It was it was completely a completely different movie going experience from what I'm used to. When I go see movies, I usually go see the big Marvel movies or Star Wars or Jurassic Park or any of those big blockbusters where there's all kinds of explosions. Uh, was there an explosion in this one? I don't think there was an explosion. There was something. But there was it was a little bit of action, but it was like mostly you know dialogue yeah. and 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 just kind of British wit, and uh, it was really good. I the, really enjoyed the it. The movie's a hit, so we'll, there'll be more. There'll be more down. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh wow. I okay. guarantee you. Uh, the show itself, you should watch the show. Yeah, I will. You'll, you'll. It is. It is great television all the way through. Uh, it's be expertly, beautifully shot, as yeah. I'm sure the yeah, movie is. Yeah, the movie is. is as well, for I'm sure. I'm dying to see the movie, to tell you the truth. I probably would have gone to see that in the theater if I would have like put my mind to it. If I would have tried harder. I well, it, I can tell you, it would not have been your typical movie theater experience. The one that you yeah. don't like. I know right. that I know why you don't like seeing the movie yeah. in the theater. Grant Park, they have those seats. So you can yeah. kind of, you're separated from people. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about someone crowding into you. And it was quite enjoyable. I really, really liked. It. I'm really glad it was that or Terminator. So I'm glad wow. he chose. Glad he chose Downton Abbey instead of the Terminator, which did not do as well. Well, I'm going to see the Terminator too. I'm not. Gonna I'll see rent the, it. Yeah. I'm not going to see in the theater. No, same with me. And but it's a bomb. It bombed. It did not do well. No. Yeah. And so, I think that's. I honestly, yeah. I, I think that's because they've already trashed that brand too much. They've done too many bad things with the Terminator brand. I don't hate it as much as other people do. That and usually I'm the first one to hate something. <laughs> but I, two, I don't. Two I, solid I, movies, yeah. and they haven't yeah. had a decent movie come out in twenty uh, something years or more than that, right? Thirty. It's years been almost. hit and miss. Every movie's had something in it that I've liked. There's no doubt about it. But. Uh, you know, to, to have the rip roaring like perfect movie again, I don't know. I don't think uh, maybe we'll never see Terminator again after what we. I think you should just let it go. Let's just let uh, it die and uh, yeah. and do something else. Yeah. All right. What's too bad? What's your recommendation for this week? I'm going to recommend something I recommended a long time ago on this podcast, and that is a TV show on FX called Mister In Between, and that is from Australia. It is uh, about. Uh, I don't remember the- you recommending this at all. Oh, I did. I did. Oh, okay. but, it, but it was a long time ago. Like. Uh, maybe it was two years ago. That long, two years ago. <laughs> We've been doing this podcast for eight years almost. I know. That's so, crazy. Uh, so who knows? It's all, all the recommendations are a blur. <laughs> but Mr. Mister In Between is a show on FX on Thursday nights. Uh, and you can, I think you can go. Yeah, you can actually. It's on demand. And you can watch. Um, it's only two seasons. They're th- uh, less than 30 minutes long an episode. So it's fast viewing. Um, the They are fantastic. It's a guy. It's It's like. Kind of, not really, but sort of a Tony Soprano-like character in Australia <laughs> who has a job. He's a, in quotations, bouncer. Okay. But he, yes, and he has a daughter. And He's so, like Ray Donovan? Is that kind of a thing he is? Like a, like a no, fixer? No, it's, it's a grittier and darker than a Ray Donovan. Oh, okay. So so he's, you know, he sometimes he has to do bad things, but overall he's a nice guy. Okay. And and you know how all, all Australians are real nice? Yes. Like if you found out that Steel Saunders killed a man, you'd still go, "Well, he's a very nice fellow though." That's right. And so that's sort of the that's sort of what this show has going for it. <laughs> though he sometimes does 
And sometimes it, uh, and it's, it's like all the best TV. There's there's questions of morality wherever you look on this show, and um, and uh, it's sure it's dark a little bit, but sure it's hilarious at times, like like an like outright hilarious, I would say. And it's incredible what they get done in a 25 minute show. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, it's the same thing do. for Silicon Valley. Like yeah. I'm always surprised at like when that show ends. Like oh, oh my god, I can't believe it's only been half an hour. It is thick with content. Yeah, yeah. In, in they're that very half very hour. good at doing that kind so of stuff. So Mr. Sure. In Between is uh, as I say, it's on FX. It's available on demand. It is so well worth your while to watch it. It's on. F- I, I don't have FX. I have to sign <gasps> up for it. Well, it's one of those ones that wasn't in my package. You'll um, probably get it. Uh, I don't know you that you can, but it's probably the old iTunes. Well, there's, there's or... a bunch of stuff. Like there's a, obviously there's. I still have to catch up on seasons of Fargo. They have American yeah. Horror Story, which I've never really gotten given oh, a chance. There's, two, there's too many seasons. There's a of lot. That. There's a lot of good, but yeah. they're they're standalone. Like you can watch yeah. one season of American Horror Story and not have to worry about. The I other watched ones. the first season. I was like, I get it. The, fr- the latest one is yeah. supposed to be like a 80s kind yeah. of uh, slasher thing, which I really like. So I might watch just that one. Well, there's, you know, there's an asylum. There's a freak show. There's a, <laughs> there's a choose, coven of witches. Hey, choose your poison. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a coven. They do everything. They, they yeah. explore every horror genre there is. Gee, is there anything? Was there ever a slasher season? That's this one. This is the current season is a slasher. Oh, one. 80s slasher. 80s. That's it's not, like Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's not like any slasher. Well, whatever. Anyway. The 80s slasher is dressed in neon and has their hair gelled. <laughs> And skinny tie. It's Stranger Things. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode of the Media Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the door hit you on the ass.